This is a Capricorn FM podcast. I remember uh, some time back in January, I was reading about the new wage rules that were being gazetted for all restaurants in South Africa uh, as part of a collective agreement, right? Uh, now, this was uh, set, the, rather, this set of new rules included issues of uh, staff payments, which would have included mandatory pay hikes, December bonuses, weekly payments to clean the uniforms provided by the restaurants themselves. Now, yesterday, the Federated Hospitality Association of South Africa, with support, of course, from industry body Restaurant Collective was granted an interdict by the Labour Court. Now, I've had this conversation with Itubanda before because she has some experience in that industry and she can agree that the conditions under which the waiters work is not easy at all. So we figured, hey, how about we rope in uh, an expert uh, in legal matters, uh, Advocate Musima Rasesemola, so that she could explain to us what this court battle is all about and what it could mean for waiters across South Africa. She joins us on the line right now. Musima, hi. Hello, how are you? Good on yourself, Musima. I'm doing well. Great. Now, please take us through this, all right? Help us break down this lawsuit for someone who has never heard of it before. Who took who to court over what, actually? Okay. So, um, in any industry or in any sector, you have, like, trade unions, right? Uh, trade unions represent uh, mostly the employees in that particular sector, the same way that you have said to um, as a federation for, for uh, or a union for teachers, uh, so on and so forth. So in the hospitality, restaurants and fast food sector, there is um, a trade union that is called the Fast Food Restaurant and Catering and Allied uh, Workers Union. So it was essentially this particular trade union that established what we call a bargaining council. In terms of that bargaining council, they were able to establish rules or a collective agreement in terms of which every worker in the sector of restaurants, fast food and hospitality um, could actually resolve their dispute over the working conditions, the issues of wages, so on and so forth. So you have a federation that represents employers. These are the people that uh, own or operate these fast food um, sort of uh, chains, restaurants and hospitality spots that is called the Federated Hospitality Association of South Africa. Those are the guys that essentially then took the government to court since, well, the Minister of Labor and Employment then took the collective agreement that the Bargaining Council came up with in terms of the new rules um, and made it law to Mm. say that these rules now apply to everybody. So the Federated Hospitality Association of South Africa started negotiating with the minister to say, but we won't be able to stick to these rules that start becoming operational on the 1st of May because we are just only recovering for, from two uh, waves of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So we won't be able to enforce them now. And in any case, we weren't part of uh, the group that negotiated this collective agreement and its terms and conditions we don't necessarily agree with. Mm. Mm. So, what does what does the granting of this interdict to restaurants by the labor court mean for the restaurants themselves, and also what does it mean for the waiters? Okay, so and the the very nature of the of an interdict is that it uh, it's a very urgent court application that stops. 
something from happening or forces uh, someone to do something, right? So the nature of this one is that it stopped the Minister of um, Labor and Employment from enforcing these new rules that say that wages have, there's a minimum wage, I think of 22 rand 50. Uh, it speaks about council fees and issues about uniform, just basic rights uh, for people who work in restaurants, right? So what the interdict does, it says that these rules cannot be applied on the or, or cannot become applicable from the 1st of May. So you have to wait uh, and not apply them uh, on the 1st of, of May. Mm. So it essentially means that if the rules are applicable from that time, they are not applicable anymore. We will need to know the substance of uh, sort of the interdict itself to know what the applicant was arguing for in order to know exactly what it essentially means. But if 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 the bargaining council had said that from the 1st of May there's going to be a standard uh, like wage increase bonuses, uh, holiday uh, bonuses and things like that for waiters, those are not applicable anymore. But it depends on the substance of uh, of the, the court order mm. uh, for us to then know what, what then happens from here. All right. Now, just a quick one before we let you go. It's been clear for a long time that the conditions under which people in restaurants work are less than desirable, you know. Uh, So what's the way forward now? Who has the authority to hold restaurants accountable for the wages especially? Okay, I I firstly think that the establishment of, of a bargaining council of this nature is the first great step. It means that a conversation has started to introduce the issue of minimum wage uh, into the area of waiters and waitresses working. Uh, however, the interdict says that one of the, the main reasons uh, for the granting of the interdict is that, uh, firstly, it doesn't represent a very large group of people in the sector, because in order to enforce it at that scale, it has to to represent a lot of people. So that's the first thing. But secondly, most restaurants and operators uh, argued that they were also hit by the pandemic and they won't be able to comply with uh, the requirements of the collective agreement without hurting themselves. So I think the conversation has started and hopefully when the second part of the interdict is dealt with by the court, the issues will be laid out and set up clearly. Uh, and then the two parties will then come into agreement about what the way forward ought to be between the trade unions that are representing waiters and waitresses and the owners of the restaurants as well as as the department. Mm. All right. I think you've made it quite clear, Musima. Uh, thank you so much. Much appreciated for your time, okay? All right, thank you. All right, cheers. That's Musima, a legal expert, of course, giving us the details of uh, the court interdict that was issued to the restaurants across South Africa. Now, I, I think it is only fair that we, we, we get the other side of the story. Of course, if, if you were to ask me, I feel like this is leans more towards the waiters uh, and the restaurant staff as a whole, if I can put it like that. But I feel like we should invite somebody uh, who is in the business of hospitality, more especially in restaurants. So uh, in a short while, we'll be having a chat with Pamela Rasavota who's the owner of uh, La Sauce Lifestyle Cafe. So we just heard uh, that the Labour Court has issued an interdict to the restaurant industry. You know, uh, this kind of compels them to, uh, you know, pay their waiters uh, wages, of course. 
bonus cha December shichi we Ronald Chelto je sunjer pate local weekend to ba thobara ka kwa ba khona tlatsa di uniform cha bona chewe most of the times do get from the restaurants themselves so we figured hey let's open somebody who's in the business uh, of restaurants so we're speaking right now with Pamela Rasabota who's the owner of La Sauce Lifestyle Cafe right here in Polokwane Pamela hi uh, afternoon, afternoon, dear. How are you? Good on yourself, Pam. Good, thanks. Great. Can I just correct you? The restaurant's name is The Sauce Lifestyle Cafe and not La Sauce. Oh, The Sauce. Yes, The Sauce. The wicked I think you go and I don't know how I got that wrong because I'm always <laughs> all right uh Pam uh, listen man yes. restaurants associations are in and out of court right now over the treatment Sorry? of waiters. What are some of the challenges mm-hmm. that you face now as a restauranteur in as far as waiters are concerned? um you know what um I'm gonna give a brief background growing up um my dad has always had this thing where he teaches that you know in any organization where you find yourself employed always treat that organization as though it's your own like run it as though it's your own so the challenges that we face with um some of the waiters is the um, you know when you find yourself it's like you don't really love what you're doing you're just doing it for the sake of you know paying your bills um, they also tend to forget worry when you are a waiter, you are somehow the face of the institution or organization you find yourself in. So you always need to conduct yourself in such a way where uh, people would want to find themselves on your premises time and time again. So when you find or you are dealing with people that don't have, um, they're not enthusiastic about what they are doing, it's bound to impact negatively on your business and mm. what you are trying to establish, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the challenges are, are major, and especially when you're dealing with um, people that don't really have experience, waitering experience. Mm. So it, 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 it becomes so broadened uh, to, a pro- to a point where you literally have to find yourself on a day-to-day basis um, inducting or giving motivational talks on how the day should actually be conducted because you are hoping and wishing as a restaurant here for today will definitely have new customers you know mm. and when those new customers come you need to receive them in such a way yeah now, now pamela would you say uh according to you that it would work or would it work if uh, restaurants, uh, if the bill for waiters to be paid the minimum age was to be passed, and considering the climate things of uh, things right now, and on the top of that, you need to pay bonuses, you know. So I think maybe in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is, do you think it will work for your business, and you know how will that affect it? Um, honestly, I don't think it it could work. Uh, firstly. Um there's a lot of people that are not really comfortable in finding themselves out there and dining or, you know, having lunch elsewhere apart from their comfort zone, which is their home, because of fear. Uh, I might go into a public space. Next thing I know, I'm, um, uh, I test positive or something. So uh, that in itself limits the um breaking even yeah 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 the business because um when you're dealing with um limited clientele uh you are not going to break even 
So I don't think it can work. Okay, just a quick one before we uh, we let you go. All right, this you need to answer really quick. Do you think uh, restaurants are making money at the moment? I mean, alcohol is open and takeaway consumption is also doing good. What is the truth uh, there in your own experience? Personally, Rena, we don't sell alcohol on our premises, but um, sitting from a spectator's point of view, the um, honor a lot of uh, my um, counterparts that are into the sale of alcohol. They seem to be doing very well. I just don't know if they are reaching the the the, the total amount or the target that they have given themselves uh, with regards to um, the amount of people that they would want on the premises. Mm. Um, but from what I see so far, I, I think that they are doing well. Even with us that don't sell um, alcohol, there's more and more people that are getting more and more comfortable in being out there and experiencing a new space. As long as uh, protocols are being practiced, then I think you're good to go. All right, Pam. Thank you so yeah. much. We really do appreciate it. It's been a pleasure yeah, talking to you. Okay. Winter, you said better die if you want to see sales go up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. So uh, we're talking about the new bill uh, that is set to pass. Well, that is set to pass. I don't think it has passed yet. It's coming in effect on the first of May. Uh, restaurants have been hit with an interdict there to, you know, pay uh, their staff. Uh, you know, mostly waiters and waitresses, barmen, you name them, uh, minimum wages, you know, uh, weekly wages, I'd like to believe as well. And yeah, restaurants are complaining and saying they're not making money. You know, they're surviving the second wave. Yeah, COVID. Uh, the waitress saying, no, the conditions are not changing. You know, we need to be paid a little bit more considering that we are the face of the restaurants. I mean, if the, if the, if the waitress is not happy or, or, or well-dressed, you know, it kind of puts you off going to that particular place to eat. So we figured, hey, let us invite somebody who is currently working as uh, a waiter. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, thanks. And how are you? I'm great. I'm talking to a lady, right? Yes, you're talking to a lady. And you wanted to remain anonymous. Yes. It is fine. It is okay. So, do you think um, some days are better than others. So, Okay. Uh, are, are there things that maybe more especially your employer you know when it comes to either working hours and the wages? Uh, with working hours, Rena, the nice part of it, I would like to work on this day and on that day. I would like to take an off on this day. But when it comes to Dabaya, the salary and all that, I'm not sure if you see a Masawana's Katuras change it. Mm, mm. Uh, I can see what because it's been like this for years. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not seen, I can see because most of the restaurants, the restaurants have registered the Wichali SARS. So, can I not one of the reasons? 
All right, all right. Uh, maybe just to sidetrack a little bit there, what, what are some of the things that personally you do not like about the current situation at restaurants? Uh, things that I don't like. One of the things is the way uh, customers treat us. Mm. That is the main thing that I don't like about restaurants. I don't know when they come there, they just look down on us. Over. They treat us like we are their servants. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what, what would currently make you happy? Not necessarily uh, the finance part of it, but you know, what, what are some of the changes that you personally would like to see that would make you happy at your job? Uh, I think, you know, if ever there would be a minimum wage, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, sometimes you, we, we depend on um, customers' tips, yeah. and some customers, they don't tip at all. So if ever our employers consider the, this thing a minimum wage, now I think it's one thing lowering a you know what I was saying, actually, because I, th- I don't know if I've had this conversation with uh, with Chloe uh, and Itubanda. I was saying, and I believe, and I hope my words don't fall on deaf ears, and I also hope that people don't come and attack me. I've been saying for years, what a, you know what? If you want to eat at a restaurant, I think this must be made legal by the law. Or if you're going yes. to eat at a restaurant, you must pay gratuity. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I believe so because if you do not want that food, then go home and eat brotokamai or whatever it is that you have in your own fridge. But if you're feeling like you know a salad, uh, a Caesar salad with lamb shank and whatnot, if you're going to go get it at a restaurant, then there should be some to- uh, some form of tax which goes straight to the waitress. You wanted to say something? Yes. You agree? Yeah. I totally agree because the weight is the same person who's going to maintain your drinks, who's going to make sure or your food comes out perfectly. Mm. And we make sure or the food comes on time. Mm-hmm. We make sure everything is perfect. Now that is my two cents. If you want to eat out, hey, uh, let's make it happen. Let's make it legal. If you want to eat at the restaurant, you are supposed to pay a mandatory tip. A mandatory yeah. tip. Okay, uh, but thank you so much for talking to us. We appreciate it, Anonymous. And, and, and bef- yeah, and before, before you go, I hope all the things that you, you and I spoke about, you get to see them come to pass in your lifetime, and then the hospitality industry could be a lot friendlier financially to people like you, okay? Definitely. All right, cheers. Enjoy. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.